Let's talk about the magic of thinking big by David Schwartz. It's a classic in the field of motivation and um, psychology of motivation. And one of the great, one of the great uh, things about this book is just prompting us, prompting us to think bigger. Because the truth of the matter is, if you are someone who's thinking small compared to being someone who's thinking big, where if you had two people, one was a small thinker, one was a big thinker, where would you bet your money? Where would you put your dollars? You would bet it on the guy who's thinking big, who's going to take action. You know this guy is going to take action. He dreams big. And that's what this book is about, of thinking bigger and acting bigger and making our lives bigger. So what are the strategies in order to do that? What are some ways and we can live a bigger life, a more uh, we can think bigger and act bigger and live bigger lives? The first big idea is to make your environment make you successful. What that means is design your environment such that it forces you to be successful. Make your environment such that no matter what, the default condition is that you will be successful. Now, example is, let's say if you are hanging out with people, certain kinds of people, but none of them are as successful as you are and they're not going in anywhere and not in the same direction as where you are going in life, what do you think will happen? More than likely, you will not be able to succeed. Your environment has not been designed to make you successful. Now, what could you do instead? You could say, I'm going to hang out. I'm going to create my environment such that I spend time with people who are more successful than I am or who are at a higher level than I am because that will ensure, that will ensure that I am successful. I am designing my environment in order to make me successful, to make me a bigger person, to make me walk with these giants. And that's what you want to do. A simple example of this is in, in the area of uh, fitness and nutrition, in what we say when you are, when you, if someone wants to lose weight or if they want to build a better body, one of the key things is you want to cr- clean your house. You want to clean your house of all the junk food. You want to clean your house of all the temptations that are around there. Because if you don't have any temptations, you will not eat them. But if you have cookies and chips and sodas and alcohol lying around the house, more than likely you will end up consuming it and find yourself in a situation where the environment is failing you. So it is an amazing thing about us human beings that we can design an environment, design our environments and then our environments in, in turn design us, they make us. But it is our job, our require, it's a requirement for us to design the environment that we're after. Design the environment, the big thinking environment. Design an environment, make your environment that thinks big. That's what the magic of thinking big is, right? The next big idea, he calls it action, but I want to call it attack. Attack, attack, attack. What that means is, What that means is that in life, there are so many times that we need to take action. We need to go after things that we want. But somehow, we find ourselves not taking the action that we need to take. We stop ourselves from taking the action that we need to take. We somehow feel like we need to be more prepared. We need to um, have all our ducks lined up. But that's not the case. The truth is that the longer we wait, the more fearful we become. The biggest friend of fear is time. 
the more time you give to think yourself, the more time you give yourself to think about the situation and how you're going to handle it, the more your fear will uh, will grow, the more your fear will grow stronger. And inaction basically feeds fear. Time feeds fear. So action is the one that kills fear. And the, the law of nature is that action precedes action. In order to move anything, you've got to act on it. You've got to take action, not just think, but act, 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 act. Attack the problem that is in front of you rather than just wait for some magic to happen to, to move the things for you. And the great example comes from the life of Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte, the great French warrior, at one time when they were in the battlefields, his, his general comes up to him and he says, uh, Sir, the conditions of uh, the war are not just right right now, so I recommend that we wait until two days later. And Napoleon got furious. He said, I don't care about the circumstances. Hell, I make circumstances. You got to attack. Attack right now. I'm not going to wait. I will make these circumstances move according to me. So you got to attack. And a great lesson Napoleon is teaching us, which is in any situation, you have the option to just go on and keep on getting ready or just attack. Just take action. Another great warrior, another great general of modern times is George Patton. And he said, he, he talked about planning because sometimes we spend too much time planning and not taking action. He said, um, a good plan executed, violently executed today is much better than a great plan executed a week from now. Violently executed. Violently executed means you just take action no matter what. You're going to take action on this good plan. You're not going to wait for the perfect plan to materialize because by that time you probably would have lost the battle. Another example it comes from the book Pilgrim's Progress by Paul Bunyan. And he said there is this character, the, the protagonist in the book, he has this magical shield. But in order for the shield to manifest itself, to manifest itself and to show that it will protect him, he has to run right in the face of his demons, in the face of his fears, in the face of his problems, to jump into it. And then the shield will open up. Then the shield will protect him. So the shield will not protect him unless he jumps into that situation, unless he goes for it, unless he fights what's uh, scaring him. Once he fights it, the shield appears and it will protect him every time. Another great idea in this book is the idea of selling yourself to yourself. What this means is sometimes in life we get stopped because we think that we're not good enough, that we're not uh, worthy enough, that we are not... Um, we don't have the qualities that we need. So what, uh, what uh, David Schwartz is saying is, why don't you first identify the challenge that you have in front of you and then write down all your great qualities, all the qualities which will ensure that you will win at this challenge. Write down all your great qualities and then write a commercial about yourself, write an advertisement about yourself, sell yourself to yourself, Prove it to yourself that you are amazing. Sell yourself and uh, convince yourself that you are not to be deterred by this challenge. You're not to be deterred by this problem. That you are bigger than this problem. And do this in the morning. Do this in the evening. Do this at nighttime. Repeat this again and again and again to yourself. And what you'll find is that as you sell yourself to yourself, you will have found that confidence, that 
feeling that, yes, I can do it because I have all these qualities. And the last thing I want to talk about is the idea of your true size, your true size. Um, sometimes in life, we stop ourselves from doing great things because we say, well, I don't have these assets. I don't have these qualities that these great people have. I don't have this thing. I don't have that thing. I don't have intelligence. I don't have the willpower. I am not young enough. I am not technically smart enough. I'm not uh, this. I'm not that. And I'm not good looking enough. I'm not uh, smart enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not well built enough. Whatever it is, you have all these ideas in your head and you make up all these excuses in your life because you assume yourself to be much smaller than you really are. So this exercise for you is to identify your five chief assets, the five assets at which you're really outstanding, five things that you really believe in yourself. You think you're pretty good at them. You're, you are proud of those assets. And then under each of those assets, write the names of people who have succeeded, who are not even as close to you on these assets. So if you think you have to be intelligent and you're not intelligent enough, or if you, if you think um, you're, one of your assets is, um, is smart, street smart, and you, you realize and you make a list of five other people who are not even, as, not even street smart as you are, not even close to being street smart as you are, but they're wildly successful. Then maybe you, you make a list of, uh, you think you're not good looking enough to get that girl, uh, and then you go ahead and make a list of five people who are nowhere as close to good-looking as you are, but who are wildly successful or who are way better or who are way more successful than you are when it comes to this endeavor in life. So identify people in your life who are way more successful than you are or not even in your life, but in other areas of life that you've seen who are way more successful who don't necessarily even have the qualities that you have. So that will give you an estimation of your true size, of your true uh, potential in this world and why you mustn't stop yourself from going after the big dreams in your life.